Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspired by Your Her podcast. Oh my gosh, can you tell that I'm a bit excited today? Zoe here, and I'm so excited to have another guest joining me, the beautiful Rosie from Rosie Cakes. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Zoe. <laughs> so excited to have you. So uh, Rosie uh, has been in my world for a little while now. Um, she, I'm, I'm going to let you intro yourself because I always do a such a bad job. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your business and where you are based. Sure. Well, thank you, Percy, for having me on your podcast. Very grateful to be here. Um, my name's Rosie and I am a um, cake decorator turned subscription box and membership owner. Uh, before that, I was actually a public servant for about 15 years. Um, 15 years? I think it was 15 years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just soul-destroying just thinking about that. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm a cake decorator and I love creating all things sweet for your kids and making memories for your kids through cake. And I love teaching mums how to do the same now. So um, in the membership, I help mums with little or no baking experience create awesome cakes for their own kids. Oh my gosh. And I've seen your Instagram stories of what you guys get up to inside of the masterclasses. I think you've had one on the weekend just before we recorded this. They look so fun. Like, like so much fun. Yeah, that was actually, that was our first um, guest presenter who came in and worked with us. And she showed us something that I didn't really have a lot of experience in, which is why I brought her in. And it was something a little bit different. We created some wafer paper flowers which you can use on cakes and cupcakes and whatever. But, yeah, it was it was really good. Like we had such a such a good session, that one. Yes. Oh, and it's always nice. Like I, I this year I have been working on um, getting a hobby and not always working in the business or, you know, it's either you're either working or you're doing mum stuff or you're doing housework, right? And so this year I've tried to find something that I could do that is just for me. And I guess that's a little bit what you kind of give them with what they do in the masterclass, in your membership, like learning new skills that can create something that they can be proud of. Oh my gosh, that is exactly what it's about. Like, yes, it's about making the cakes and getting good at the skills, but it's actually more, I think, for people who want that little bit of me time. Um, and the best part is, like, if you can carve out those couple of hours a week to come to the class or even just watch the replay and do it in your own time, um, it's not just me time. It's like you're giving back to the kids afterwards. Like, they're going to have the cupcakes or the cakes. So there's no mum guilt allowed. Like, yeah, you just come along and, yeah, it is definitely about doing something for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is so important for us so, mums. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, how how you just get burnt out so quickly when you don't have that that time for yourself doing something that you enjoy. Yes, yeah. When we kind of just always in that daily grind of the the mum life routine, and that's kind of what I realized towards the end of last year after we had our Christmas break, and I was feeling so good about you know not having worked, and you know the housework kind of went to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't do it. 
And I was like, I, how can I bring more of that into just the day-to-day life? And so for me, that was one thing for 2022. I was focusing on a hobby. Mine, look, I, I don't mind baking, but uh, my my hobby is uh, my veggie patch. I'm trying to get that going again. And also uh, I, I went down the polymer clay earring route. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, polymer clay, I've seen sort of some of those things. And, yeah, like, that's quite similar to doing fondant fondant work and <laughs> you know yes. making little figurines and all I that watched that. you do a um a marble fondant I think a few this sort of going back a little while now and I thought the exact same thing I'm like oh I was trying to do that with my clay the other day <laughs> <laughs> yes crossover skills yeah that's right so you shared with us that you were a public servant before you opened up your business um so what was the journey like from I guess corporate public set well not corporate is it from public servant life to being your own business owner it was extremely gradual for me so it was my side hustle for a long long time um I actually started making cakes back in oh gosh 2012 2012 yeah it was probably my first um lesson it was from my husband's cousin at the time and at at the time my husband's cousin (laughs) um and she made our wedding and a uh, wedding and engagement cake, and she. I just said, "Oh gosh, I'd love to learn how to do that." She said, "Yeah, just come around." And so I went around to her place, and she showed me how to make a fondant cake, fondant covered cake, and that was it. I was pretty much hooked from that time, um, and then it just sort of grew, I guess, as these things tend to do. I um, started making cakes for friends and family, and then it just grew from there. And it wasn't until, oh, gosh, maybe has it been two years yet? I'm not even sure if it's been two years that I've been not working in the public service anymore and I'm doing it as my full-time gig. And, um, yeah, and then the subscription box slash membership is very brand new. So, yes. yes. I mean, that's the real exciting part, I think. It is. So how did you go from... making the cakes to now teaching other people that you know those skills yeah um I don't know I just I I love showing people how to do that and I've had some in-person events um over the time but COVID really threw a spanner in the works with that and you know I actually had a few classes booked in right when COVID I think it was the second wave came back and we had to cancel them and then just trying to organize it after that was just so difficult and um it's actually uh in the first wave of COVID me and my daughter Roxy we did a kids baking class and that was so much fun like we loved it and we had um you know maybe 20 kids tune in onto a zoom call and we'd show them how to bake and we'd send them our little pack so this is pretty much just a adult version of it yeah Um, yeah so (laughs) that's I guess that's where I probably got the idea from yeah. Um, and yeah. That is so fun. And I guess it's not, the kids could probably get involved. Although if the mums, if, if I wanted a mum time, it's like, no, not this class, maybe the next. Uh, it's totally up to the mums. Like if they want to have their kids, some of them bring their, their kids. Some of them have their babies strapped to them while they're doing it. Like, um, cause they're like really little. Yes. And others are like, no kids, you're out. This is me time. That'd probably be me because it just it just wouldn't end well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's time for kids to be in the kitchen. And there's time for kids not. Yeah, to be. That, that's 
that's right. But that is so cool. And I love the progression as well. Like it's, it's um, some people think that these online businesses just kind of happen overnight. And it's like, obviously yours has happened in stages and phases almost of like the cake making first as a side hustle. And then as a kind of more of a full-time thing. And then the, the ideas sparks for the membership. And that's just, oh, so fun. Definitely a progression and something that I've sat on for a long time too. Like I just didn't, the idea was always there, but I was always like, mm, didn't really know where to, how to start it. And then, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that is a serious roadblock for so many people. And there's also, I guess, the imposter syndrome of like, well, what if no one wants it? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so when did you first launch the membership? So launched the membership last year, uh, 2021 uh, in November. No, okay. in October for a November start. Oh, it's like November, December, January, March, April, May, June, July, like nine months old. So very quite young in terms of memberships. And are you willing to share with us how many members you've got inside at the moment? Nine months in, like it's, this is without, okay, I need to just say this. This is without Facebook ads. This is without any live launching. This is just using uh, or leveraging your organic um, audience on social media. So I think- you know that's pretty impressive <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I was pretty lucky was I had a pretty engaged Instagram following it wasn't it's not huge it's only a couple of thousand people which I don't think is large in the scheme of Instagram <laughs> um, when I first launched my founding members launch I had 27 people join up Phenomenal. which was amazing yeah my goal was 20 so having 27 was really amazing and then um my next launch was in January and that was probably my only other really kind of planned launch and where I did a little bit more put a bit more into it and I got another 24 people off that wow yeah. only a couple of months later <laughs> a couple of months later so yeah that was that was really great and then I've just been doing little launches in between and we're up to 85 members for the sub box oh my gosh and we've got a handful of people on a digital only style membership so six people doing that at the moment that is incredible congratulations because that is that is huge like you say um that it goes to show that you don't need massive numbers you don't need that it's a perfect example of like you don't need ten thousand followers on instagram to have a profitable successful membership or course out there that is just so mind-blowing I'm so happy for you um so you mentioned that you launched in October and January where you're sort of like more planned launches so I know you haven't done a webinar or a challenge or any of those kind of things that often is um associated with a launch so what were um the main types of content that you shared during your kind of open car periods so for my founding members launch I actually I, I don't even know what I did. <laughs> I think I just sort of put it out there on Instagram. I don't, I might have had an email list then. It wouldn't have been many people on it. Um, but the the one in January, we'd only just had COVID. So I was I remember feeling. remember this. Yeah. Yes. So I was flat. Like I'd, I'd set my date and I'm like, yes, I'm going to, you know, do this launch on this date. 
two weeks before that we got COVID and it hit us pretty hard. Um, so I was feeling very flat and I'm like, oh, am I even going to do this? Like, I don't know if I want to. Do I even bother? Like, my energy is crap. But I thought, you know what, just do it and see what happens. And I didn't actually have anything planned. I just sort of rolled with the punches. So the first day I sort of got on and thought, oh, well, I'll just, I've got to tell people that I've got this membership. Otherwise, they're not going to know. <laughs> so I got on there and um, I think I did a little demo of, you know, cake decorating, might have been cupcake decorating or something quite simple, and then sort of rolled into, and if you're interested, this is what I have to offer. Here's my membership. And here's a link that you can join just in, I think it might have been a live. Um, and then I just, once I'd done that, it felt a little bit easier to do the next step. And so I just thought, oh, well, I've done that now. So I may as well just get back on Instagram tomorrow. And I'll do the same thing again. But this time I'll add in some pics from our class that we've been doing and show what the members have been up to. Um, and I just sort of built each day for I think it was five days and just build it up and just added little bits and pieces as I went and um, it was mostly Instagram style launch. Uh, I think I sent maybe three emails or four emails, like it would have been four emails max, one at the start, one in the middle, one at the end. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I just, because I was feeling so rubbish at the start of it, I just had to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. But I did like, for, so for my email, for my emails, I sent my first one and said, if you join before, you know, the next day, this is the bonus you'll get. Yeah. And then yeah. one in the middle, I thought, oh, gosh, I'm not getting anything. I think it was over a five-day cart period. And I thought I need to sort of drum it up a little bit more. So then I put another bonus in place midway through and said, you know, if you join before this, like the next day, then you're going to get this bonus. So I had, a, you know, a couple more then and then. The, the closing cart day tends to always be the one, isn't it? Where always. Yes. Pieces. Yeah. And if you can't manage your energy like midway through, like it can be really challenging to like not want to just be like, this is not working. I'm just going to shut the doors and <laughs> be done <laughs> with it to make it to that. But it is that final day is always the day that you like can get, guarantee that you'll get the most sales. Yeah. And uh, and talking like being that energy, you don't have to always, I mean, it's great to show your face every day, but if you're feeling really flat that day, you don't have to get on there. Show something else, like show something that you're going to be teaching them inside or, yes. you know, the member wins or whatever. Like I feel yes. like that, that can be as much. Like, and sometimes some- that's more powerful. Like if you're going to be showing up with kind of like a half-hearted energy then people will be like oh you know she doesn't sound that interested in in her own membership so why would I want to come and join exactly (laughs) and it was like really interesting looking at my um stats on Instagram so I started um that week with maybe 200 views of my stories but by the end of the week it was up to like you know over a thousand or whatever wow you have just like solved every Instagram myth right there because I feel like every time someone is launching they they say my story story views have gone right down. Like they're half what they. I feel like that sometimes does happen to me, particularly <laughs> if I've, I've put a link up to sell something. But the I, link I found the link thing as well. Yes. Yep. Yes, but this I don't know. I don't know. It just I think it was just my like 
actually getting on every day and doing different things every day on Instagram, maybe that is what pushed it up or sharing actual, like, I guess, content that's valuable instead of like what you said on day one, you just did a bit of a demo (laughs) for people. So it wasn't like you getting on selling something that was you getting on sort of being like, Hey guys, did you know you could do this? This is, yeah. how to, you know, buttercream, how to make buttercream icing, or I've seen you do that one before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a really good then example. I guess that also builds authority as well at the same time because it's like, oh, you actually do know what you're talking about because look how good that turned out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is just, oh, I get like little tingles when I hear these, like, just the simplicity of how you don't always, and there's a time and place obviously for strategy and, and making like <clears throat> making sure that you're ticking all the boxes and you're doing all the, the strategic things, but not every launch has to look like that. There can be launches that are just messy and imperfect and fun and simple. And that's something that's a bit of like the message that I try and get across for those people that are like, oh, I can't launch right now because I don't have my webinar plan and I don't have my funnel set up. And I'm like, well, just get on Instagram and just talk about it. Like that's literally exactly. all you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, well, we've kind of talked about what kind of content has worked well. Um, you did do some mini launches though in between yeah. all of that. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about like what's worked well in those or what kind of scenarios, I guess, you've um, opened the doors in other cases? Yeah. So um, in between, I sort of, I've been trying to build my wait list, um, which I do mostly off the back of my monthly classes. People tend to show the most interest then. So that's when I'll put the link up or whatever to join the wait list and that's when I'll get the the most. And you're like sharing like, like, I mean, I saw over the weekend, like um, your members actual what they've created and like, so you're kind of sharing what's happening inside that masterclass so people can see this is what you could be creating as well. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, some shots of the Zoom call so you can see that the people are, coming and turning up and yeah. I did a little um because I wasn't being wasn't the one presenting I was able to do like a little video of Fiona who was our presenter like yes. part of her presentation so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool um anyway so that's how I was building my list my wait list in between and so um I don't know when it was but I thought I'd just do a wait list only um email it was just an email it wasn't anything else I might might have put up on Instagram are you on the wait list because, you know, something special is coming out or yes. something like that. Yeah. But um, essentially it was just an email to the wait list to say um, doors are open for 24 hours. If you want to come and join us, um, then, you know, jump on it now because it's going to be closed again until whenever. Yeah. And that that was quite successful. That was only a wait list of about 90 people. And we had I had about 17 joined from that. That's crazy. So, and that was really good, um, particularly because my emails at the moment seem to be ending up people spam boxes, which is oh. very annoying. But <laughs> I've put a lot of that on Instagram too. Just check your spam boxes yeah. in your mail. But anyway, so that was, um, yeah, that was literally, I think that was two emails, one to say it's open and one reminder to say it's about to close. Um, and, yeah. Another so was- simple just... You know, and I guess were you writing those emails from scratch? Were you repurposing kind of what you, some of what you've already sent because you've already launched a couple of times? Um, 
I think it was just a really simple email. I don't think I put, or the first one. So I've done this sort of one or two times in the last four months or however long it's been since January. Um, So the first one I think was just quite simple. It was just like, hey, guys, this is open. Come and join if you want to. And then I've sort of fancied it up a little bit since then and um, popped in, you know, this is what we do inside. Um, this is for you if if this and this is, isn't for you if you're sort of looking for something else like this. Yeah. Um, and then I'll repurpose those as we go forward. Oh, fantastic. Another thing that I am a big advocate for is repurposing and oh not creating things from scratch. <laughs> yes, agreed. You Wherever can. you can, if you can use it multiple times, sometimes I'll like send the email, <laughs> then create a social media post and then <laughs> go on stories and talk about the same thing. Like, you yes. know, just use it over and over again. <laughs> Our brains don't need too many different things going on at once. This is true. And no one is going <clears> to <throat> remember that oh, she sent me that email three months ago, the last time she launched. Okay, maybe if you've got like those hardcore fans that have been following you for two years and using the exact same email every single time, but, you know, hardly but anyone. Again, I don't, I try not to do exact. I, I'll yeah. go in and I'll maybe change the photos or, yeah. you know, change a dot point or two just to make it a little bit fresh up or the, fir- yeah. the first paragraph, you know, just freshen that up a little bit. Make it relevant to the time of, year or yeah. you know whatever it is you know yeah yeah I hear what you're saying but at least the bulk of it is kind of like it's oh, there and the you're not got the bones yeah I was listening to someone the other day say that like when they are trying to start from scratch with just a blank piece of paper like you get nothing but when you start with a framework or just you know a couple of dot points or when you've got something there everything just kind of falls into place oh, a lot easier yes agree. <laughs> Oh, so nine months in to this digital membership uh, adventure, uh, what would you say your biggest like lesson or learning curve has been since you started the membership? Oh, oh my gosh, I don't know. There's so many, so many small things that just you learn along the way. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me is being part of a business community where you can bounce ideas, you know, get ideas, strategies, um, you can go to for help, yeah. like your next best step because it's so easy to just get caught up in all the things. You're like, oh, my gosh, overwhelmed. What am I going to do next? Like I, I don't know what to do next. And that has been a big one for me, doing both baking and the subscription box. So just getting focused on what the next best step is and trying to, trying to think about that um, and just mindset like, being with like-minded business people is completely different to being with, um, you know, people that just don't really get it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, 100%. Trying to have a conversation with my husband about, like, I'm thinking about doing this and he's just, like, eyes glaze over, has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think having those people in your life is very important as a business owner. Yes. I can definitely hand on heart say that I totally agree with that because I have, I've been in, I mean, we're both inside Tracy Harris's mastermind. Um, Mm -hmm. But like before that we were in SMS, her social methods society. And like, I've been in there since 2019 before I even really had a business. And it is just every time I'm feeling down or stuck on something or like, I just know that it's a safe space to kind of come in. Yeah 
ask a question or yeah I've been in the SMS for a long time too like I think I was actually one of her founding members way back wow oh my god (laughs) then I sort of went out of it and then I came back into it but yeah and so it is it's like those sort of those sort of places but even with your Kajabi launch club like going in there and having people talk to about the tech side of stuff yes amazing like I can go in there and ask a question and even if you don't get back to me, there are other members inside that that do answer me and like, yeah. why don't you try this or, you know. It's like, and God. yes, and that's, I mean, that's why I do love these memberships and these, even these free communities, the collaboration and how kind everyone is. Like it's just, people are just, it's just totally different to corporate public sector. Like you just wouldn't have yes. gotten any of that kind of stuff in those kind of environments and when I remember when I first came in and I'm like look how lovely these people are and helpful and like people are just like giving me all these answers and advice and like oh my god and it's it's even true inside my membership like I've got a Facebook group and it's the same thing like people come in and ask things members who have been there from the start will come in and go oh look over here or have you tried this and it's like I'm like oh my god love my members this is amazing yes uh community it is just it it warms your heart doesn't it like seeing seeing the the kindness and the yeah the the connections that happen in there so oh okay so I am so excited I, I say this I did this again I should preface the episode and say grab a notepad and pen because you're gonna want to if you're listening to this so if you didn't have a notepad and pen, go back and get one uh, and listen again because there was so many valuable tips in there on just creating a simple launch using Instagram and a couple of emails without. So if you're like holding off on launching or if you're like, I don't know if I've got the time, like just get on Instagram stories right now and go and talk about it because you never know, right? That's it. Absolutely. Get on there. No, Yeah, just put it out there. And then if if it doesn't work, you go back to the drawing board and you try something different. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So where can we find you? Where are you hanging out online? And I'll pop the links in the show notes for anyone who wants to, after we've just raved about your membership, I think there's going to be a few people that will be like, I need to learn this. Uh, uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Rosie Cakes Canberra. Um, and my website is rosiecakes.com.au. I'll pop those links in the show notes, but thank you so much for sharing so much with us today for taking us behind the scenes. And yeah, it's just been a, such a privilege. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having me on. No, all, right. all right. Bye guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you share with a friend or click the subscribe button if you are not subscribed and we'll see you next week for another episode. Bye everyone. Bye.